0: Welcome to Carrots and Suffering, Episode 30, The Big 3-0. Wow. It's been a good run, considering I started recording. not sure that any of my players would be interested in talking to mics, or that anyone would want to listen. Thank you for hanging out with us. If you haven't rated or reviewed our podcast, please do that out on iTunes. Uh, The more we get, the more likely people are to find us. Okay, last time on Carrots and Suffering... Sable prepared for her midnight gathering, only to be informed by Whistles that local Fae would be arriving to join her midnight worship of the Fairy Queen, an act required for Sable to be considered an ally.
1: I don't know what kind.
0: Nope.
1: I don't suppose you could find out.
0: Jalen started to put her plans in motion to take action against the guild with a little belladonna. He says, Jalen, why are you giving me a box of poison? I'm
2: not giving you a box of poison. I'm going to roll cigarettes laced with poison that i want you to give to kylan to give to the rat pack Silpha disguised herself as a family
0: house servant to deliver her own courting love letter to lord byron mason and was pleased with what she found
2: well i i would have one word of warning about miss Silva that you should know the girl seems to have inherited her father's sense of humor it's it's terrible
0: during some spying on the Thieves Guild, Sable and Isaac Evans discovered that the last two were-rats have bitten everyone in the guild, instead of replacing their number, and appear to be preparing for an attack on House Evans. I can conclude that just about everybody you see has a fresh bandage, either on a foot, a hand, or an arm. Fuck. Isaac came out as Leslie to their father, and will be living their life as a woman.
2: Leslie, we need to get all this stuff out of sight before your father comes in here.
0: I guess we're having a conversation today. Jalen and Silva spend the night sharpening all the silver objects in the house to make weapons to use against were-rats.
2: Jalen's going to go find every silver knife in the house.
0: Silver knives, forks, and spoons. As the curtain fell in our last episode, things got a little hairy. There is a loud explosion. And then you hear the sounds of combat from behind you in the house already. Well, let's get into it. get back probably around three. Okay. Sun starts to go down around five or six. Okay. It's late autumn in Fenrir.
1: There has to be some sort of monthly meditation practice that was done here at the house around the full moon, right? Yep. Okay. And probably there were some sort of robes or something that the Lady Varathy wore. Sure. All right. Well, I'm finding those.
0: All right. You can find a bunch of ceremonial robes.
1: Great. They're going on over my armor. Okay. And I will take all of the materials that are usually, you know, included in all of that.
0: So you have weird looking wicked curved dagger, some kind of like laurel wreath.
1: We might like do, I don't know if we follow any kind of like practices similar to Wiccan, but we might call the corners north, south, east, west, you know, fire, earth, all of that. And is, uh, Whistles in there? Hey, Whistles. Yes. Hey. Yes. Wish me luck.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's my first ritual. Oh, I'm sure you'll do well.
1: Thanks. Good luck. You gonna be watching?
0: Oh, yes. I'll be there with everyone.
1: Uh, did you find out who everyone is?
0: I did. Well, sort of. I got a a decent look at them. There's a giant and two trolls. A small contingent of displacer beasts. A few red caps Definitely don't talk to them or look them in the eye. And um, there are some some elegant hunters in the area that actually weren't a part of the battalion. It is definitely a uh, a war squadron.
1: Right. right. I'm writing a couple of letters. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to disclose what's in those letters right now. Done. But one of them is for Sylpha, and one of them is for Jalen. Okay. And they will be sealed, and they will be put on my pillow. Done. And then I'm going to go out to the meditative area where the druids are supposed to be meeting me.
0: Okay, when you arrive, Hester, Gretchen, Patricia are there, and champion Helena is also there. She's there. Yes, she arrives really basically just before dark, comes out of the thorns.
1: Okay. Well, I would have started something, when I asked them to meet me an hour before sunset, Mm -hmm. I was starting something an hour before sunset.
0: Okay, so you you have started when Champion Helena comes out of the thorns. She walks over to you, or your group, Mm -hmm. and stands at attention.
1: So we will be in the middle of a ritual at this point. Okay. You know, so the first, like, 20 minutes... Of that hour before the sun goes down, I will have been going through a ritual just like I had seen it acted out before, with me taking the part of the matron. And So we're doing that, we've done the calls, all of this other kind of stuff. Probably by the time she comes up, we're just now kneeling.
0: Okay, Uh, she will fall in and start participating.
1: Yeah, I will let her take my spot, because now I don't need to take a spot, and I'll be in the middle.
0: Okay, roll me a perform.
1: Hey, that's not bad. Fourteen. Not terrible.
0: Fourteen's respectable. Okay. It goes pretty well. People seem suitably pleased. There are gawkers from the house just watching.
1: When that is done, I would go over to Helena and I would check with her. I would say, are you all right?
0: Uh Yes. Where have you been? With the battalion.
1: And then I'm going to address everyone. And uh I will say thank you all for your support and your guidance. In this tumultuous time, I know that it has been difficult for you, and I know that this change is radical, and none of us were prepared for it. I wanted to open up the sacred circle to give you all an opportunity to speak briefly about how you how you are doing with these transformations. I'm going to start with the eldest and work my way around.
0: All right, so Hester says, Everything is going swimmingly. Soon we will have the grove back up and running, and all will be well. And Gretchen says, I will continue to serve and try to teach the next generation. I think it will be good for them to um, really understand nature uh, at a level that I, I don't think we've taught in a while. And Patricia says, I think that it'll be good once the family recovers. But the circle itself is, is quite strong. The circle is eternal. And then Helena says, I, uh, again, I guess I can't uh, quite tell how things are going or not, but uh, it sure is good you, uh, you're you growing the trees again. And I think that, um, well, that's impressive.
1: I took in their words. I was like, I faced every single one of them as they were speaking. And then I'll bow my head for a minute and I'll say, thank you for your candor. But I know that the circle as it is now is not the circle that you joined. I want you to have the opportunity to be a part of a circle that is true to what you want to be. And you have no idea if that's the circle that I'm going to make. And so as of this moment, I release all of you both those that are present and those that are not from membership in the circle of the moon. I will stand as a single member and give you three days and nights to consider. And then I'm going to go to wherever the the dirt is, because somebody would have drawn a line with the dirt mm-hmm. line. And my intent is to kick it and break it, thus ceremonially ending the cer- the service. If anybody's going to do anything before that, of course they can.
0: Uh, no, they're... Sort of standing there dumbfounded for a little bit. But you break the circle and nobody nobody says a word.
1: I'm gonna go around to each of them and I'm gonna clasp their hand. So again starting with the eldest. And say thank you. I hope you will return.
0: She nods and says, Oh, I'm not going anywhere at my age. I'll definitely return. And she turns and, and heads off towards the thorns.
1: Towards the thorns? Yeah. Okay. Hester. Yes. If you you go to the thorns, and you're not part of the circle.
0: Oh, good point. Go home. She says, all right. She turns and kind of wanders away.
1: And then is Patricia next?
0: Patricia's next.
1: And I'll say the same thing to her. Thank you. I hope you will return.
0: I won't. This is the greatest moment of my life. Excuse me. (laughs) And she turns and walks away.
1: Who's the next one? Gretchen. Gretchen.
0: Gretchen kind of says, I'm confused. Is is this some kind of trick?
1: No, this is real. Are you sure? I'm certain.
0: Very well. What an interesting development. And she will turn and say, I'll be with my children and walk away.
1: And then I'll go to Helena.
0: Helena raises an eyebrow at you and says, well, fascinating.
1: Does this put you in any danger?
0: That means I can't go in the thorns for three days.
1: Will you be forced to go into them?
0: No, no. No, I won't. Well, oh, this is very interesting. I'll be in my room.
1: Uh, You might want to let Mordred know that you're back. We've had a search party for looking for you.
0: Yep, I'll tell him.
1: And then when all the gawkers have looked away mm-hmm. and the sun has gone down, I will head out to Tree on my own.
0: When you arrive at Tree, there are six panther cats with tentacles whipping off their backs.
1: Can I tell the one that I've talked to?
0: No, and actually, you don't think any of these are that, are that cat. No. There is something truly bestial and hostile in their eyes. They're, the intelligence is gone from these creatures. They're fundamentally different. Their tentacles are whipping around wildly. Behind them are three elves. All three of them have auburn brown, a little, little reddish tinted hair mm-hmm. with sort of autumn leaves growing out of it. They're wearing burnished brown colored clothes. Uh, they have sort of bright colored um metal knives from some kind of made from some kind of metal you don't you do not recognize, and large bows and quivers, uh, and they seem to be flanking these cat creatures like they are their masters.
1: I am scared, shitless, but I am doing everything in my power to hide it.
0: There is a mud creature, a man made of mud, about three feet tall. Sitting next to the base of the tree. There is a creature. You didn't notice him immediately, because he not actually in the circle, but outside of the circle. And he's bigger than tree. He's uh like obscured by thorns, and so you, you kind of look up and eventually see his his hip, uh oh, God <laughs> sparkling in the moonlight. You see sort of pale white skin and, and white hair, a massive giant and just frost is sort of wreathing off of him and two really big white wolves sort of swarm around his legs and then there's um two trolls
2: those are all the things we need (laughs) (laughs) don't die sable just kill them yeah you'll be all right
0: uh yeah two two trolls two greenish gray warded trolls massive muscles one of them has four arms that look like bizarre mutations that just sort of sprouted from his sides, and then around the edges of the grove, you see four guys, um, little, little men with sort of beards that remind you of of dwarves almost, mm-hmm. but they have huge, oversized feet, massive iron boots, and red caps that are just dripping with some look, kind I of red liquid. In
1: the eye. I don't look their direction. The moment I see the red cap, I'm done looking that and way. And
0: there is a constant beating of of wings just all around you but you don't see anything in every direction and you know there's hundreds of things in the air around you
1: and i am alone
0: and two little trumpets player Ba-da-da! announcing
1: whistles i was about to call for whistles
0: and uh, floating down a little taller than your average pixie or sprite Floats whistles, holding that marble from earlier that you left in your room. And he sets it down and it it grows to be about the size
1: of a softball. And he says, yes, well, exciting. The gang's all here. I am going to absolutely steal myself for the scariest moment of my entire life. Mm -hmm. As I take that orb, I will swallow hard and I will adjust my ceremonial robes.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And holding that orb out in front of me, I'm going to pull on every single bit of the matron that I can remember, and I'm going to step out into the middle of that grove, and I'm going to say, Aladrin, fae forces of the Fairy Queen, welcome to this full moon celebration. Pixies, bring the altar. I'm going to try to stride forward like I'm Uh brave as fuck. I'm hoping nobody comes and eats me immediately. We're going to find out.
0: You can see in the orb that you're holding. So the pixies flutter toward the tree, and you can hear them moving. And a moment later, this altar appears, and it's about 12 inches high, and then it immediately grows until it is about three feet high, and it's in front of you. But inside this crystal ball, you see, like, hundreds of faces, some of them elven, some of them monstrous. There's a whole ballroom filled with creatures. But in there, you see faces. And you recognize some of them, like you you spot Ophelia mm-hmm. in this crowd of people you you spot a Hester, one that looks sturdier and and more healthy, mm-hmm. like younger almost, and there are other people who just look strangely familiar, like they really bear a family resemblance. Mm-hmm. You actually spot several people that you you could swear look exactly like Lady Miev humans. Uh, And they appear to be walking through as servants, like handing out drinks and hors d'oeuvres for the most part. And then you notice at the the head of this ballroom is a massive throne made of sort of woven branches. And sitting in it is, is an unbelievably beautiful creature. A woman with pointed ears in a like snow white dress.
1: And she's watching.
0: She's watching.
1: I'm going to put that orb carefully on the altar.
0: And the altar actually has like a little divot. Oh, okay. Like stuff is
1: supposed to sit on top of it. So I put that there, and then I can't look back at these things. (laughs) If something's gonna come and kill me, I don't want to know. I'm just gonna keep going. If something jumps on my back and kills me, you just tell me, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm assuming that this is sitting in front of tree. Yes. Right. I'm gonna get all the things that we would set in front of the altar. I'm gonna do all of that, and I'm gonna lay it down, and then I'm gonna look. Straight fucking into that orb and into the eyes of the woman on the throne.
0: When you, you find when you focus on something, the orb, the orb's view sort of pulls in on it. And so the whole of the orb is filled with this woman
1: on the throne. Okay. I will say, My lady, the circle of the moon has come together tonight to worship you and to sing your praises.
0: She nods. No sound comes out of this globe.
1: Fucking fabulous. Great. (laughs) because <laughs> i have been composing songs in my head i have been writing stories about how awesome she is mostly terrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> i am going to talk about the thorns i'm going to like i've got all of this stuff all right yeah
0: you will launch into your your prepared material uh give me an advantaged performance roll
1: please be good well that was a 19 well, that's so good. So that is uh, with my performance is charisma, right? Yep. So that's 20.
0: Uh, Yeah, you kill it. Um,
1: Unless I got a natural 20. No, that was an 18. So okay, well, I was meant to you, kill this thing. You rocked it. Hey, I've been practicing for like three weeks.
0: You pull out some some stories of the fairy queen from old lore, rituals from old books, patched something together. And as you look around during your sermon, um, a lot of the pixies have started to appear, and the sprites have started to appear. You know, little tiny heads are nodding around. The red caps don't acknowledge anything they don't seem yeah, to have. I'm not looking at them. Um, anything other than murder in their souls. And the cats don't seem to understand what's going on. But the hunters nod. And you can actually see the, the giant whose face is giant displaying some actual like really impressed look uh the trolls just look a little stupid but hey whatever (laughs) but yeah it goes it goes great
1: wonderful i'm gonna give everybody else a chance to sing her praises too
0: the pixies will break off into a a chorus as if they have rehearsed songs for just this occasion and it seems to go well and then the orb goes dark
1: okay if it goes dark does that mean we're done (laughs) oh <laughs> are they are the pixies still singing
0: pixies l- will sort of after the orb goes dark the pixies sort of finish their song and then sort of happily almost drunkenly starts swerving away the giant turns and you hear walk, each step shaking the ground and with 10 steps it's gone the trolls sort of wander after it the creatures with the iron boots and blood dripping hats sort of fade back into the thorns the hunters nod at you and turn and walk away and the cats turn to follow them leaving just this mud man who sort of drips up to you
1: <laughs> and says
0: good show i'm very impressed i haven't seen one that good in a long time
1: thank you
0: well you're welcome
1: do you have a name
0: Ah, oh, yes, I do, but you never pronounce it correctly. I'll give you the one the lady calls me. Sty.
1: Thank you for coming, Sty.
0: Yes, well, you're welcome. I happen to be passing through. I am the uh, diplomatic entourage from the Summer Court.
1: If you're a diplomatic entourage, then perhaps there will be an opportunity for discussion before this war party arrives to do whatever it intends to do.
0: I'm afraid I don't know what it intends to do, but um, none of them are from the Summer Court. Oh. I have no say or control over them in any way.
1: I'm afraid that I'm new to the courts.
0: Ah, yes. Well, um, it's quite simple. There's Summer, and there's Winter, and then there's the Wild Fay. All of those are the Wild Fay. Well, except for the Winter Giant. Uh, it is a member of the Winter Court, also a mercenary, if you will. Anyway, it's good to meet you. Um, blessings of life and light be upon you.
1: And you? Do you think that there's any opportunity for not war?
0: Well, unfortunately, my expertise is only in maintaining the balance between the courts and the Feywild. I don't have any idea what's going on out here. Uh, what I can tell you is, um... I think the Fairy Queen of the Wild Court was suitably impressed. If you'll excuse me, I think I will, um... Spend some time with my good friend, Tree, here.
1: Oh, uh, that had been my intention, but I'll, I'll give you time.
0: Oh, no, no, no. no don't worry. No,
1: no. I can come back. Uh,
0: you well, have probably
1: y- traveled a ways.
0: I have, but you don't quite understand the nature of our relationship.
1: No, I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm back home, and I'm back in my room.
0: Yeah. Whistles will show up eventually. There are trumpets at the window when he comes in. Yeah. At which point he says, guys, fuck off god damn it
1: i I say seriously seriously little pixies with trumpets fuck off
0: and they're like okay see you tomorrow and like they're gone and whistle says good job by the way well done Uh, thanks and he floats up to his his apartment
1: I'll, i'll figure out everything
2: else later
0: all right done Welcome to the mid-roll, time for more animal facts, in honor of today's impending violence, the Purple Emperor Butterfly. Apatura iris. The Purple Emperor Butterfly is a regal-sounding common name, and the male of this species has garnered fanatical admiration for the uniquely alluring appearance of its wings. Both the male and the female have dark brown wings with white bands and small orange rings, however the male's wings possess an iridescent sheen that the females lack. This makes the male's wings appear a stunning deep blue purple when light is refracted off them. However, the beauty of this insect belies some rather unsavory habits. Unlike most butterflies, the adult purple emperor does not feed from flowers, but instead is attracted to rotting flesh. Roadkill carcasses being particularly favorite. Oak sap, feces, urine, and even human sweat. It's thought that it hones in on the scent of those things because they contain important salts and minerals that the adult butterfly needs for sustenance. Within the species' native range in the UK, butterfly watchers have been known to host events during its emergent season in late June through July that attempt to attract the elusive insect with a smelly smorgasbord of things, from banana skins to shrimp paste, Just to capture a photo, this is part of a tradition that has been ongoing since Victorian times when butterfly collectors would use decaying animal carcasses or loads of pig manure to attempt to lure the male down from woodland canopies in the hopes of netting one. Fortunately, contemporary naturalists are more conservation-minded in their practices than their predecessors. In addition to its foul feeding preferences, this species is also highly territorial. In the competition for females during the mating season, a male will apparently attempt to drive off anything that comes into its airspace, even much larger birds. To quote one British butterfly enthusiast from a BBC article we found, The purple emperor is a violent thug, with the vildiest table manners imaginable. It spends its brief life drunk, brawling in mid-air battles and chasing down females. Truly, Vanessa Lunari would be appalled to have such a miscreant in the family, so it's not surprising Silfa has never mentioned her uncle Iris.
2: Back in House Evans. Back in oh House God. Evans. Fuck! 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 All right. So before you know, we we hear the explosion and before the they get to us, Jalen's gonna pull out the healing potion she bought for Kylan and give it to him. Okay. And she's going to, she's gonna put a hand on his arm and wait for him to look at her.
0: Uh, he'll look at you.
2: And she's gonna put a hand on his cheek and kiss his other cheek. And squeeze his shoulder. And then
0: his face softens when you do that. And then he says, hey, um, you you don't have to wait here
2: next to me. Yeah, I do.
0: All right. And uh, we will fast forward to the part where that explosion happens. We will just basically do little vignettes around as this, just to kind of explain how this starts. Silpha, you are in the study. You are Lord Evans. Two were-rats tear the front door open the door to this study, and they are their clothes are just disintegrated, like they shifted with their with their clothes on. There's just madness in their eyes. They don't look in control in any way, shape, or form. They're both wielding, like, little silvered kitchen knives. Someone had dripped silver onto a kitchen knife, like, last night, maybe. And they they dart in. So we see upstairs in Jessica's room Smashing through the window comes a wear rat man. And then from his pocket spill out two more rats, which shift into were-rats, like full sized rats. And we see Jessica smile. Back in Leslie's room, staring at the wall of wigs and the desk of notes from outside the kingdom, Lord Evans looks just kind of lost. And there's just a blast hole in the side of the wall. Uh, next to the window we see another creature like a a rat man leap into the room and he stops like he hits a brick wall almost and falls back out the window we see back down in the dining hall six servants every one of them just dead-eyed leap from behind curtains and go to engage these were-rat creatures which look almost surprised and we see the servants with like Incredibly practiced precision circling these things, one doing a distraction while the other one stabs at vital areas. And they are ripping them apart. And then we see Leslie, who is standing with her arms crossed outside her bedroom door as a were rat appears at either end of the hallway and charges. And then back down at the dojo, emerging from the tree line, come eight were rats. Two of them hold back as six of them advance on Kylan and Jalen. Alright, so because you're all separate, we're not going to roll initiative. Basically, important people go first, unimportant people, like Where Rats, go second. We are going to start with Sylpha. Sylpha, you're dealing with two. Yeah. What would you like to do?
2: Well, I'm disguised as Lord Evans. You are. Oh, tactics. I had all this time to think about tactics. How high is the ceiling in the study?
0: It's a respectably high ceiling. The Evans house is pretty nice, but ten feet is still the cap. There are also windows behind you that lead out into the outside. There is a big, heavy desk. There's a bookshelf that is covered in ledgers, not books, but like accounting ledgers.
2: There are some extra chairs. I'm I'm guessing they'll forgive me for property damage on this. (laughs) You you go to town, honey. (laughs) So I think my first action. When I see the two crazed were-rats enter the room, is to stand up from the desk and levitate above it, up to the top of the ceiling where I can't be bitten by rats.
0: Okay, so you float up definitely above their mouths. Probably have to throw things to hit you. Basically, your back is like pressed against the ceiling. So they they charge in and like start jumping at you. They're they're crazed like an intelligent creature would probably start troubleshooting. They haven't reached that point yet. So they're they like le- leap on the desk and try to jump at you. So I'm going to give one of them a uh, athletics check to try to get up to you. He needs to do basically um he leaps on the desk and then jumps off at you. So the DC is only going to be 10 and that just gives him a chance to grab you. He fails. The second one was just jumping uh, from the ground, it didn't succeed in climbing on anything, and has no no chance. Then we cut to Jalen and Kylan.
2: Jalen is going to shoot one with the with a hand crossbow, and can she ring her bell as a bonus action? Because she's pretty sure six is a lot. Six is a lot for the group of sixteen we were anticipating. Yeah, you can ring your bell. Okay, all right, and then shooting with the hand crossbow. Uh, I'm pretty sure that hits twenty. Uh, Jalen, you shoot at where at right One after you're ringing your bell for ten points of damage. Okay.
0: Kylan draws two weapons, steps kind of in front of you and towards the opening, uh, out to these trees, and just gestures with his hand, like, "Come get some." Mm-hmm. And the rats don't seem to like get it because mm-hmm. they're pretty mindless, right? They're they've lost their shit, but they do charge anyway. At which point, Kylan stabs two of them, inflicting 10 damage to Wear Rat 2. And all six of these rats like swarm Kylan. They're totally ignoring you. Mm. He is scratched up quite a bit at the end of this first round. They actually don't have great aim, and Kylan is a whirling dervish of death. So scratched up actually comes to a mighty 10 damage Mm. from six creatures. We are going to come back to Sylpha. We will do some every other round flashes back up to the uh, the rest of the crew. So, Sylpha...
2: Sylpha is blasting two were-rats with offensive cantrips. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. Yeah, I'll use free of frost. 21.
0: Definitely hits.
2: Three damage and slowed. Or, wait. Oh, we leveled. Three plus five damage and slowed. <laughs> All right, beware rats.
0: One of them has this knife that somebody's given it. It's going to throw it at you. A Nine is not going to hit anything. One of them will pull a, like, paperweight off the desk and hurl it at you. They're not proficient with this, but an 18 will probably hit. Yep. All right, you're essentially hit with a rock. Take three damage. Ow. Jalen.
2: So he's got six swear rats on him. Yep. All right. She um, can she even get to him, or are they like? So technically,
0: the way this is usually up up to eight creatures can fully surround something, and there's only six. So technically, you can get up to him if you wish.
2: Okay. She's gonna she's gonna get to him and put her back to him. Okay. So that they're both surrounded, and she's going to she's gonna slash it. One with a rapier, and she's going to throw a dagger at another one. Okay. Blue is the rapier. No, not at all.
0: She, nothing. She fucks that up. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's there's just a pile of bodies, and you, you throw things, and nothing seems to really connect anywhere. Two of the were-rats, which were gunning for Kyla, and kind of don't really break off, but now that you're back-to-back, they're going to focus their attacks on Chaelin. So one of them stabs you at you with his silvered steak knife. Does an 18 hit? Yes. You take three damage. Uh, It will claw at you with a uh, 22 to hit for three more damage. And then it will attempt to bite you, uh, which will miss terribly. Second rat that is attacking Jalen will hit. Ow. Uh, Jalen takes seven damage. And then he will bite you and miss. The rest of the were-rats fight Kylan. He manages to badly injure one of them, and they manage to beat him up some more, doing ten more damage to Kylan. Back up at the top, we see Leslie looks scratched up. There are big scratches across her face, but we see them healing over as one of the creatures seems to just wither and age and die as Leslie is draining the life force out of it from its neck. The other creature is undeterred, though, and is tackling Leslie from behind. We see the two creatures that were circling Isaac's window turn and head toward the dojo. Shit. In Jessica's room, the three rats, one of them is already dead. It's pinned to the wall, but Jessica seems to have lost her rapier in this fight and is down to pieces of silverware that she's using to fight two other creatures. She appears to already have been bitten. And that brings us back down to Sylpha.
2: It's going to take Sylpha a while to figure this out, so she's going to ray of frost another were-rat and slow it down. Okay. Uh, that's a 14. That'll hit.
0: Eight damage and slowed. Okie dokie. Were-rats throw things at you. Uh, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Uh, objects are, like, the books are being thrown up at you. Oh and, like, no,
2: not the books!
0: Ledger sheets are flying around the room as the books, like, just are not aerodynamic at all, flying apart in midair. Meanwhile, back over at the dojo.
2: She's gonna draw fairy bane.
0: Ooh, shit. Things get real down in the dojo. Um, Kylan
2: gets advantage.
0: Kylan saves. Uh, One of the were-rats that's on you saves, the other one flees, and basically half of the were-rats in the room are fleeing.
2: Good. All right. So she's going to slash one with a rapier and another one with fairy bane. Okay. Who's the rapier? 13 and 19. Uh, Both hit. Okay, so the rapier damage... And sneak attack, because I've got Kylan right there, right? Yep. Alright, the rapier damage does... 12, 15, 19. You run
0: one through and it falls to the ground dead.
2: Excellent. And fairy bane... 17.
0: Okay, yeah, you draw blood bad. Kylan badly damages another one. Drops drops one where rat as well. And so we're rat number 1 and 2 are both down. Kylan gets uh gets scratched up even more though as two more go at him. Two of them sort of peel away from Fairy Bane, backing up slightly towards the door and then two more come running in from the outside. They both skid to a stop. And throw their knives at Kylan, so he he takes more damage. Kylan has taken a total of 30 now at this juncture. How's
2: he looking? Not great.
0: He's he's, he's bleeding now, for sure. And one were-rat is still on you, and he claws you twice, pretty solidly, for a total of 10 damage. And then he will try to bite you. He will bite you. They
2: go green flashy and-
0: First you take 5 damage. Oh, alright. And then a green flash goes off and hurls him ten feet away from you onto the ground. There are no were-rats on you now. We see in the dining hall two dead were-rats that have been stabbed repeatedly with kitchen knives. Two of the servants are uh, wrapping torn-up tablecloths on wounds that look like bites. As they turn their attention towards the hallway and see two were-rats have t- taken down two servants and are just chewing on them, and they start to sprint towards the hall. In the hallway outside the dojo, we see three servants slam into the door, throw it open, and charge into the room, where they all roll will saves. And all three of them are like, hey, whatever, murder sword, it's fine.
2: <laughs> Terror sword, it's fine, it's not aimed at us. sofa I'm thinking of using Misty Step.
0: So you know that across from the study there is a parlor. Down the hall, there's a dining room where you can hear lots of fighting, and there is a kitchen. There's no noise coming from the kitchen, so you could misty-step in any of those directions or outside.
2: So Sylpha will ray of frost another were-rat, and then misty-step out of their sight. Okay. Ten, and slowed.
0: Uh, So that rat is like half-frozen. One of his limbs isn't moving anymore. He is not able to chase you, really, when you bamp out. Where do you go?
2: I think for the moment, I go to the place where I didn't hear immediate sounds of combat.
0: Okay, you bamf into the kitchen. The cook that is in the kitchen is the only person in there, Helga. Helga does not look startled. She looks armed and dangerous. As you bamf in, she looks at you like a little surprised, and then goes, just kind of shrugs and points Points her knife at the door.
2: Sylphum nods.
0: Meanwhile, we see Jessica hurl the third were-rat. There's one dead pinned to her wall and one dead on the ground. Hurl the third were-rat out her window. Then pull the rapier out of the wall and leap after it out the window.
2: Is she on the second story? She is.
0: <laughs> um, she has been stabbed and clawed repeatedly and bitten once. She looks in rough shape and very angry cut back out to the hallway. Leslie is scratched up pretty bad, but there is one like withered husk of a person on the ground, and Leslie has uh, knives in either hand, and is, turns out, quite talented with them, and is slowly shredding this rat apart. There are scratch marks on her face that are fresh, that have not healed back over, and there appears to be a stab wound that is bleeding from Leslie's chest region. And that brings us back to the dojo.
2: I forgot with the fairy bean attack, I still got the sneak attack on top of that.
0: You do, yeah.
2: Can I roll that? Yeah. Right, it's another six.
0: Yep. That rat is badly hurt.
2: Good. Okay, so how many... What is our situation right now? Uh,
0: there is one rat fighting you that is badly injured. There is one rat that has backed up and run for the door, turned around and is throwing through its knife, Kylan. There are three more rats at the, basically back at the doors, keeping their distance from Fairybane and throwing knives at Kylan and then there are two rats in combat with Kylan
2: Slash at him with Fairybane Pretty sure that hits, 20 yeah. six, 6, 9 12 uh, 17 plus 5 is 22 Okay, yeah, that is a dead rat And then she's gonna t- use her second wind to heal herself a little bit Okay for 11 or eleven points. Okay.
0: Kylan badly injures another were-rat. The were-rats don't have anything to throw anymore and are trying to keep their distance from Fairy Bane. They actually scatter, going around the house left and right, leaving one rat fighting Kylan. It doesn't seem to be managing to connect now that Kylan is not being overwhelmed by it, and he's just slowly whittling it down. And there's other servants out here now. And there's three more servants that have come in. They actually charge up and... With their powers combined are actually going to take down that were-rat. The crown slowly whittling, leaving this room with five people in it and no were-rats. There were two that had originally hung back. They. I'm, I'm
2: guessing those are the
0: smart ones. They appear to still have their wits about them, and they dart back into the forest instead of coming into the dojo.
2: So for the moment, we're breathing.
0: For the moment, you're able to breathe, yes
2: she's gonna grab kylan's arm and say how bad is it for you
0: and he says i'm fine i'm fine
2: is he really or i mean (laughs) um he's he's bleeding
0: he's bleeding pretty bad actually for three medicine checks he's just bleeding he's covered in blood Yeah. yeah that doesn't look good okay so outside we see jessica has landed with her sword directly through this creature pinning it to the ground when two of the were rats fleeing the dojo around the corner and immediately charge her back up in the hallway leslie has finished off this second rat and is is looking pretty injured and starts limping down the hallway towards the stairs the servants are uh, making very short work of the ones in the hallway sylpha the kitchen door swings open one were-rat comes limping in, you know, one of its legs is literally frozen and it sort of hisses, and the cook throws two knives at it and crits.
2: <laughs> Helga, Helga's my hero.
0: Helga manages to hurl one knife directly into the throat of this rare rat and it goes down in the in the doorway where it stands. A second rare rat comes up behind it and looks into the kitchen. What would you like to do?
2: Silfa smiles approvingly at the cook. And we'll blast the, the were-rat that was coming towards us with ray of Frost.
0: Alright, roll to hit.
2: Oh, it's a 12.
0: 12 is exactly what you need.
2: That's 8, and it's slow. Alright. Back in the dojo. They've all scattered?
0: Yeah, that two of them went left and two of them went right. You hear fighting outside, you hear fighting back in the manor.
2: She'll look at Kylan and say we should check out the outside. Kylan says, alright,
0: you go left, I'll go right.
2: What part of "I'm not leaving your side" didn't you get?
0: <laughs> uh, and he charges out and then turns right after after these two were-rats that went that way. You can you can ignore his orders. I'm, him, I'm gonna
2: ignore you. his orders and follow him. All right. And tell the others to get, tell the others to go
0: around the other way. Yeah. You step outside and turn to follow Kylan. You see, actually, to your left, Jessica looks bloody and rocked and is somehow outside now and is fighting two were-rats in that direction. You are going the opposite way if you're going to follow
2: Kylan. But the servants are going towards Jessica? Yep. All right. I'm going to let them help Jessica. She's okay. going to go after Kylan because she knows he's hurt. You follow Kylan. You round a corner. Uh,
0: there are two were-rats that have stopped at a window and like leap through it. Um, And Kylan is leap chasing them. Leap out or them. leap in? Leap in. And Kylan is chasing them. Sylpha, we're back in the kitchen. One of them closes to you and the cook. It swings a claw at you. It swings a claw at the cook. And it bites at the cook. It manages to get one claw into Sylpha for
2: four damage,
0: and then misses the cook
2: twice. What you doing?
0: Sylpha will,
2: because it's in close contact with us, we use poison spray. So Yay. she, like, draws her hand back and hisses at it in a cloud of noxious poison. Is that a con save for me? Yes, it's a con save. He fails. Uh, that's 13. How? How,
0: indeed. Yeah, it it starts hacking.
2: It's now poisoned.
0: It's its lungs out and starts swinging wildly in desperation. Jessica is in a scrap. Jessica manages to do a significant amount of damage to one of these were-rats. The servants swarm the other one, but she is not in good shape and is seems to be uh, uh, fading a little bit here. And that brings us back round... So, Kylan leaps through the window and is in Lord Evan's study. There are chunks of ice on the ground. Most of the stuff on the desk has been used as thrown objects and so are scattered around the office. The rats stop in the room, turn around as Kylan comes in, and they begin a sword fight. You are at the window. What are you doing?
2: I'm getting in the window. She still has fairy bane out.
0: Yep. Okay. Climb in the window. You have the opportunity to slash one of them if you wish. All right.
2: That's what she's going to do.
0: One. Okay. She
2: spent all that time getting in the window. Uh, you were off balance when
0: you got through the window. Your your swing does not go anywhere. Silfa, you are in the kitchen right next to that office. There is one creature that is, like, hacking and swinging at you. It is going to swing a choked claw at the cook. It will hit her. Swing a choked claw at you. I believe a 17 connects with Silfa. Yes. Uh, Silfa, take uh, three damage. The cook also takes three damage and then it will bite at Silfa. Oh, Silfa, you are bitten. Please take three more damage and then I need a constitution saving throw. The DC is 11. That's a one. That's a one. No! That is where at Silfa?
2: Oh, no. Mothferatu, for real. Mothferatu.
0: Yeah, so, Silfa, what are you doing?
2: Sylpha so gets real mad, and her hand erupts in black fire. Okay. And she's gonna grab that rat and suck its life force into her, I hope. Okay.
1: And 14. That what
2: it? I was like, damn it, I need some healing right now. So, is not a joke. <laughs> no, no,
0: she's whipping out that vampire blood magic from House Mason here. Okay. So
2: I get three hit points back.
0: Yeah. There's a sickening slurp noise as it withers. And the cook is going to stab it uh, and actually not succeed in connecting.
2: She's just so grossed out.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: "Yeah." Uh,
1: She was not prepared for that.
0: Cut back to the office. Kylan has taken a little bit more damage. Uh, There's only two were-rats, so they succeeded in inflicting five to him uh, in the last turn, and they will do it again. He's now taken 40.
2: Ooh How many hit points does he have total?
0: That is for me to know. No. And you to wish you knew.
2: don't oh, to wish I knew. Apparently
1: more than forty.
0: You do know last time he took some pretty significant crushing oh, damage oh, and was oh, sp- so he's he's got a good chunk of hit points, yeah. but he he is definitely bleeding. This he has been stabbed and scratched and clawed apart and bit a little bit.
2: Alright, she's going to use Fairy Bane again on one of them. Okay. Killed him a lot. I'm gonna try. Uh that'll hit. Right, twenty. That... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. Eight, 11, wow. 15, 25.
0: Uh Fairy Bane cleaves this thing in two.
2: And say to Kylan, drink your fucking potion, pussycat. I'm
0: done. Back over in the kitchen. This this creature is is on death's door and just desperately flailing to try to stay, I don't know, alive. He claws at Silpha. He hits he claws at the cook. He hits. Silpha take three damage. The cook actually stumbles back into the stove and goes down.
2: Not Helga! She might live. She better live. I love Helga.
0: She did throat punch a rat with a knife.
2: Nobody in this house is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love my family.
0: <laughs> Background outside, we see Jessica lying in the gr- in the dirt. For a brief moment, there might be panic, but her chest is moving up and down as she's uh, smiling up at the sky to herself.
2: I did give her a potion, too.
0: Yeah, she she's uncorking it and drinking it. <laughs> okay, good. One servant is sitting on the ground. Two of them are lying on the ground uh, next to two dead were-rats. And that brings us back to the office. There's one were-rat left, and you two have it outnumbered. Roll to kill it. All right. Rapier and... Um, if one of to... them hits you're going to kill it so let's yes and both i of them killed hit. it twice
2: a lot dead <laughs> decapitated it
0: <laughs> you finish ripping it apart sounds of combat start to fade from Did around Did he drink his potion oh yeah no he definitely drinks his potion good boy good boy <laughs> good kitty
2: she doesn't say good
0: boy <laughs> nah. sounds of combat fade from around the the manor as um everything falls quiet what are you doing?
2: I guess we're gonna go out the door of the study and into the rest of the house and see what's what. Okay.
0: Uh so this last rat was like on its on its death's deathbed. You... Silpha
2: is gonna suck whatever life is left. Twelve. I get six hit points back.
0: Alright, yeah, you, you drain it. It's, it's better than it's a poke gone. in the eye. All right. As you look around,
2: every one of these rats.
0: Transformed out of their, tore out of their clothes, essentially. As they have died, they've reverted back to their original form.
2: She's just gonna pull Kylan like away from bodies and be like, "Don't look at him," because they're his friends. (laughs) Yeah, he he looks
0: a little upset, actually. Like uh his whole practiced killer face has kind of faded away. He looks downright frustrated. You find Leslie kind of clutching her side, wrapping her own arm up in the hallway. Leslie has been bit um like has has a very visible bite wound on one arm, but is is basically has uh, three dead were rats lying around. Lord Evans comes out of the room. Jessica has four dead rats to her name, and she's going to claim the fifth one, even though the servants killed it. You have
2: five dead servants,
0: absolutely dead dead. uh the cook does live, assuming you apply first aid sofa
2: The sofa went immediately after. Draining the life out of that rat very angrily would rush over to the cook to support her. Did Leslie drink her potion?
0: Yeah, Leslie does drink her potion.
2: I guess we'd probably sort of convene in the largest room in the house, which I'm guessing is like the dining hall.
0: The champions, all twelve of them, have surrounded two were-rats out in the middle of the forest. Both were-rats have managed to step into the various animal traps
1: mm. <laughs>
0: that uh, lie around House Evans and their fur business. And we we see Champion Laurel with a big smile across his face as he says, yeah, just just finish him off.
2: Cause a lot of weird shit comes out of the thorns, so those traps are not a joke either. They're not little rabbit traps.
0: <laughs> that wraps up House Evans for the night.
2: <sighs> Alright, um, How's everyone? Silva looks like absolutely ripped apart and defeated. Hey, Jalen's gonna go to her and be like, "Jesus, Silva, oh, who's Jesus? Oh, <laughs> Good God, Silva!" She pulls out a chair and sits Silva down in it. Silva kind of sinks down into it. I wish there could have been some other way. Yeah, I think we all do. Did you get bitten? Yeah, but it's okay. I can, I can fix it. I can fix this. Okay good and she's gonna go to jessica next and kind of look her over uh,
0: yeah jessica was within about four hit points of dead but she took a healing potion and,
2: and so she's in good spirits because she almost died and prevailed
0: <laughs> yeah she seems pretty thrilled actually she's uh she looks wildly satisfied with herself and is just lounging over a chair in a way that like could be interpreted as seductive uh if she weren't covered in blood
2: that'd still be seductive to some people I yeah think, i guess but, well know. Sure, there's some servants in here who think that's odd. <laughs> well <Wow. laughs> Lord Evans doesn't have a scratch on him. No. Jessica got bitten, but she drank a healing potion, so she's okay?
0: Well, Jessica got bitten and she drank a healing potion. I should not say she's okay.
2: Her wounds are okay. Her
0: wounds are fine. Yeah. I have not actually rolled her con saving okay. throw, to see. We'll do that now. Oh. Uh, yeah, where at, Jessica? Oh, shit. I did roll, I did roll Leslie's. Leslie, Leslie made, it, is, right. made hers, although... Okay. We don't necessarily know that meta wise here. That's meta knowledge. So, well, Sophie will say, like,
2: I. Okay, how many got bit? Oh, you? Jessica, did you get bit?
0: Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure these are teeth marks.
2: Leslie?
0: Leslie just nods, yeah.
2: I, I, I did, but it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, you look around the room, and there's probably six servants that, like, raise their hands.
2: So, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine people. Okay, so we have till the next full moon. Yes? What are you thinking? Well, we've only got three doses of what we need, and it's not always a sure bet, but that's a start. And I have a couple other ideas, but they're pretty drastic. Okay. Um, I know someone without any fairy bargains who might be able to remove a curse. Who? And she'll she'll correct after a second and say you don't want to tell us, right? I'm pretty sure even without fairy bargains, removing a curse in this kingdom makes you into an enemy of the fairy queen, and then you have to live in a fairy-proof room forever if you live at all. Okay.
0: She'll look at Kylan. Kylan is is also beat to hell. He actually has sixty five hit points. Ah
2: he did drink his potion and he
0: drank his potion so he's actually in the best shape of anyone except for lord evans who is actually the bureaucrat academic of the household it's good that he did not fight
2: yeah he, he wouldn't have lasted No,
0: two hit two hits and he's done he's uh, in the same realm as the cook
2: oh is the cook okay
0: the cook is okay <laughs> okay good Silpha Silfa saves the cook's life actually with
2: jayla J- J- will actually go to hell and hug her and say like, i'm so glad you're okay
0: and she's like oh i'm fine i'm fine it's just stab wounds
2: <laughs> mm, stab wounds
0: <laughs> i've had worse she probably hasn't but she's putting on a good face the house is trashed like absolutely trashed you're gonna have to buy all new silverware <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, as well as new drapes well, and new windows. <laughs> oh. <laughs> come on, that was good. Ah.
0: Uh, so the champions actually will come back, and they're they're largely un unscratched. And they say we we caught two with bear traps and took them out. Bring them in. All right. Go grab them. I want to identify them, make sure that's those weren't rats. They, they do drag them back in, and they look less ratty than you've ever seen them before, but you do recognize but both it's of them. But it was the last two. It's the last two.
2: All right, well, um, I guess we need to build up the new thieves' guild. Yeah, I can probably put you in touch with people for that, too. Kylan kind of says, let's worry about that tomorrow. Okay.
0: And he kind of looks around the room and says, "Uh, what do you think, boss? And Lord Evan says, everybody just go to bed and we we see the servants file out of a completely destroyed dining room
2: Jalen is gonna go to because we're in the dining hall so she's she's gonna go to a cabinet and pull out cups and a lot of wine <laughs> and up on the table and she's gonna open wine bottles and pour out for everybody who's left in the room
0: <laughs> yeah i think everybody participates in a in a nice big glass of wine drinking age is definitely not enforced in house evans by the way um
2: I don't think any of the normal rules for for no. kids actually apply to houses. They don't care when we run off at night and don't tell them where we're going. They probably don't care if we have boys or girls in our room. No. <laughs> like, like, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> so Jalen pours everyone wine and hands out cups, and she gets a little grim in the face. She raises her cup and says, this is to our life of crime don't fuck with house evans and then she drinks
0: well that wraps it up special thanks to julie at elaborate flight of fancy for our logo and todd ferguson at my pet machine for our music you can find them both on facebook don't forget to rate and review us on itunes at least it isn't wear rats but do stay safe in this crazy world we live in everyone Tune in next time to find out what consequences are had when you cross the Fairy Queen. Have but you don't quite understand the nature of our relationship. Um,
2: oh, oh! I'm uh, <laughs> bound, balla. Uh
0: I can. I tend the trees, you see. Um, if you'll excuse me. Uh, no, no, I no.
1: The, the... You're interrupting my booty call. The grove is yours.
0: I won't. It...
1: Please. Very well. Be my guest. Um,
0: and you like it? Slops over to the base of the tree. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm, yeah.
0: it flattens out and almost like absorbs into the dirt around the base of the tree and you you can see the leaves of the tree almost shiver and look even more robust as the willow really uh, gains extra levels of vitality
1: i'm 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 leaving the willow and the mudman to their their coupling yes
2: the willow is not a drooping willow anymore I'm uh, yeah. oh god the lip it's a tree viagra oh god
1: um I am getting out of there I am so gone